Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, where we bring you investment strategies you're not hearing elsewhere. We'd love to have you contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com and invite you to go to our website to hear podcasts of all of our interviews and shows, strategicinvestorradio.com. Today's October 21st, 2016. I'm Charlie Wright. Very pleased you're with us, and we're happy to welcome for the very first time on Strategic Investor Radio, Taylor Lukoff, founder, CEO of ABR Dynamic Funds. Taylor speaks to us from their headquarters, downtown New York City. Taylor, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Thanks a lot, Charlie. I'm glad to be here. So, Taylor, your background and those who uh, helped found and, and work at ABR Dynamic Funds is in derivative trading strategies. So give us a brief history of ABR, will you? Sure. So um, our start was on the floor of the American Stock Exchange back in the early 2000s. Um, that's where I met my partner and co-fund manager, Dave Squirtle. Um, at the time, I was actually the youngest member of the American Stock Exchange when I was put on a badge, and uh, I was part of a floor specialist operation for equity options. And you grow up pretty quickly when you have you know, um, a whole bunch of grown men and women yelling and screaming at you all day long. So um, that uh, was a true uh, sink-or-swim moment for me. And um, we did well, and uh, throughout the financial crisis, um, we actually did quite well. And this isn't something a lot of people can say. So we had seen, though, that most people around us didn't do so well. And so I left my firm in 2010 with my partner's blessing to found our parent company, Um, to create products that could give people um, the tools to succeed when things in the marketplace didn't necessarily go as well. And um, in 2015, we formed our subsidiary, which is ABR Dynamic Funds, which is what we're here to talk about today. Okay, so define for us what your strategy is, will you? Sure. So we have several strategies at our firm. Um, All of them are fully systematic, which means um, we're not sitting there and picking stocks or or changing our model on a daily basis, um, we stick to a plan. and um, so Non-discretionary. Strategy, exactly, non-discretionary. So what our, what our strategy that we're here to talk about today is, is uh, the ABR Dynamic Blend Equity and Volatility Fund. And what we're doing here is we're trying to offer uh, investors a way to participate in the upside of a bull market and have positive absolute returns in a true crisis or or high volatility period, which is a very unique way uh, we feel of looking at at the market. And we do it in two ways, with very simple exposures. Long equities in the U.S., uh, which is expressed through the S&P 500, and long equity volatility, which is expressed through the VIX. Now, uh, those of us who have uh, traded... uh the VIX know that it moves much faster than the S&P 500 does. So how do you account for that? Sure. So um, it can move quite fast. And I think um, um, without getting too far in the weeds, um, 
some people look at the volatility of volatility, and um, that that's something that's um, much higher than regular equity volatility. So what we're looking to do is um, we're looking to give investors an approachable way to trade volatility, and and we don't think they should be trading volatility at all. We think they should be investing in volatility as an asset class. So when you look at um, where stocks and bonds are right now, you could say that they're as expensive as they've ever been. And it's rare that both stocks and bonds are expensive at the same time, right? And so for the last seven years, you've seen a bull market in equities and a bull market in bonds. So if they both go up together, we, th- we think that they could both go down together. So we're trying to deliver them a systematic way to explore volatility as an asset class, um, let our model uh, rebalance between volatility and equities rather than trying to trade it yourself. Because like you said, Charlie, it can be very dangerous um, to try and trade in and out of the VIX. Yeah, that, that VIX moves rapidly. So the VIX moves inversely with the S&P 500, right? And so as the S&P 500 rises, the VIX falls. As the S&P 500 falls, the VIX rises. So you are looking to hedge against declines of the S&P 500 by investing in the VIX. Do you do that with options? Do you do that directly? How do you do that? Sure. So um, you're you're right about the uh, inverse correlation between the VIX and the S&P 500. What we're doing is we're using, um, very simply, just ETFs on the S&P and the VIX and futures on the, on the uh, S&P and the VIX. We're not using any options. We're not using any leverage. We're not shorting anything. And what we're trying to do is um, not just I – don't, we don't look at it as a hedge to the S&P 500. What we're looking to do is give you positive beta exposure to the marketplace in a bull market and participate in that upside, and we're looking to give you negative beta through our volatility exposure in a bear market or a crisis. So we're not necessarily just hedging the S&P 500 exposure. We're actually trying to give positive absolute return in that crisis environment. Okay, so let's say the market moves up. What percentage of the increase in the S&P 500 are you guys looking to capture? And then what percentage of the decline in the S&P 500 are you looking to to capture? Sure. So um, I won't go into specific percentages, um, but what I would say is we're generally trying to capture over, um, you know, a significant part of the upside, certainly over 50%. And because we're able to profit from the downside, we think that over time we'll actually capture, you know, a very, very low percentage of the downside. In fact, you know, we could actually um, have a negative capture ratio if we are um, if we're profiting in the downside of the marketplace. Um, so we, it, it's very path dependent, Charlie, which means it depends how it occurs. But um, we're trying to capture. We're trying to capture most of the upside and, and, and not much of the downside at all. Okay. And uh, what time frames do you guys trade in? Are you looking to get in and out? You know, three times a week or four times a year? Or, and I know it depends on what's happening in the market, obviously. But uh, you're typically expecting to be in, expect to be in positions for about how long? Yeah, um, we do a once-daily look at rebalancing our strategy. So somewhere towards the end of the day in general, 
um, our model kicks out an output that says, here's how much volatility exposure you're going to have tomorrow, and here's how much equity exposure you're going to have. So we can be long up to 100% S&P 500 exposure, and we can also be long up to 50% VIX, in which case we'd be long 50% S&P. And those can change from, you know, 5% volatility to 6% to 7%. Um, so uh, there's, you know, a lot of different ways we can move in and out of it, but it's a daily rebalance. So and, uh, you're in both daily, typically? Um, well, you know, um, I think since we've launched, we've probably been in, on average, over 90% equity exposure. That's due to the fact that we've been in primarily, you know, an up, trending market over the last year and a half, two years, um, even though it's been a slow uptrend. Right. Um, so sometimes we're in 100% equity. I think, um, you know, between February and um, June, we were, we were in nearly 100% um, equity exposure for most of the time. And and so so hundred uh, percent equity exposure, and the, does that mean zero um, VIX exposure? That's correct. Okay. So on a day like that, um, you know, the worst we could do is exactly what the S and P five hundred does, uh, minus our management fee, of course. And um, and uh, other days, obviously, if we were in two percent VIX, we're in ninety eight percent equity. So it's never gotcha. levered. There's always some percentage. You know that adds up to a hundred percent. Okay, very good. Okay, we need to take a short break here, uh, Taylor. This is a very interesting strategy that you certainly don't run into often in uh, trading the VIX, trading volatility together with uh, the S and P five hundred. And again, we're talking with Taylor Lukoff, founder and CEO of ABR Dynamic Funds. You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio and octalkradio.net, and we'll be right back. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. All right, back to Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. Again, we're talking with Taylor Lukoff, founder CEO of ABR Dynamic Funds. He speaks to us from New York. So, Taylor, uh, you guys inve- you guys change your investment at least theoretically every single day. Well, we look to change it every day, Charlie. So, um, you could have a period of you know a month or two where the market's going straight up, and we're going to be in in you know a very high proportion of, of equity exposure. We might be in 100% S&P over that time. So even though we're looking to rebalance every day, we may not actually have a trade to do. Um, so I would say that um, our, our general rule of thumb is we're rebalancing somewhere less than 5% a day on average. Okay. Now, Taylor, you guys have a relationship with Wilshire, the ones that do all of the indices. Tell us about that. 
Sure. So when we launched ABR Dynamic Funds in 2015, um, we partnered with Wilshire Associates. Uh, Wilshire's obviously got a long and storied track record on both the analytics and consulting side, and um, but they had never launched an index with external intellectual property. So we were actually the first firm that Wilshire ever launched an index with using external IP, and that's the index uh, of the same name, the ABR Dynamic Blend Equity and Volatility Index, and it's under the Powered by Wilshire brand. So this is a new brand that Wilshire has. It's kind of, think of it like Intel inside on an IBM or, or some other computer, and it's a very uh, important um, relationship that we have, and our fund is seeking to um, hold equities and volatility in the same proportion as that index. And so far since we launched, Charlie, we've had about a 0.98 correlation, which is uh, very, very high to the index. Yeah, no question about it. And this is a rare thing for Wilshire to do, right? Well, it was rare in that they had never done it before us. Um, we we did one index with Wilshire, and then um, we subsequently signed a multi-year, multi-index deal with them. And we actually just came out with our fourth index last month. So um, it is it is relatively new business, but they have signed up some other clients as well, um, and we're very happy to be in that family of indexes. Okay. So tell us, uh, without getting into the secret sauce, which we wouldn't understand even if you told us anyway, what are the kinds of indicators that you use to tell you what portion to be in the market and what portion to be in the VIX? Yeah, so there's there's a relatively big investment fallacy out there that that volatility should be bought low and sold high. And we disagree with that statement. Volatility, we think, should be bought high and sold low, which is very counterintuitive. And as an investor, you're sitting there thinking, well, what is he talking about? I, I don't want to buy anything high and sell it low. But Volatility has unique mathematical properties, which um, we've done a study, and, and you can read it on our website, www.volfunds.com. Um, but we've done a study, and you can actually um, look at volatility when it's going up. It tends to keep trending up. And so what we're looking at is um, stuff like the momentum of implied volatility, which means you know how fast is the, the change in the price of volatility. Um, we look at stuff like the S&P 500 futures curve. We look at the VIX futures curve. And we look at the relationship between implied volatility and realized volatility. What are market participants anticipating versus how much are stocks really moving? So you're really looking at volatility itself in determining how to invest in volatility. Exactly. So um, volatility is a very unique animal, and it's also relatively new. You know, we you couldn't even trade VIX futures until, you know, around 2006 or so. So this is something that most people don't understand um, can be harnessed as, as an asset class. Um, you hear the word volatility, and there's an immediate recoil from investors. But, yeah, no question about it. Uh, it's it's complicated stuff. So you are focusing on on volatility to determine how much to invest in volatility and the stock market as opposed to focusing on the market itself. Correct. And um, some people as you said earlier, some people look at this as 
ABR is purchasing S&P and hedging it with the volatility aspect. We actually look at it the other way. Our alpha or, or our edge in our strategy is actually our ability to buy and sell volatility at better times and in better amounts, we think. Um, the S&P is more of a hedge to our volatility than vice versa. Well, that is uh, <laughs> that's a different way of looking at it, and uh, certainly not the way that, that others uh, use volatility typically, and that others that we have talked to have, uh, it's not what they have focused on. So you guys are truly using volatility as the... Um, the essence of what you're doing in terms of what you're focused on, what you're investing in, etc., as opposed to most people, who m- m- most uh, investment managers are focused on the, uh, the S&P 500, and then they're using volatility to help hedge against that or look at it. Right. We, we think that we're offering a unique product, and, um, you know, a lot of people are managing volatility, or they have a low volatility product. There's a proliferation of these low-vol or min-vol products. Right. Um, but there's not a lot of people that are attacking volatility from a long, uh, from a long-only position. We think that makes our product unique. So tell us, what market conditions, you know, market conditions, uh, there are certain market conditions that are good for every strategy, and every strategy has certain market conditions that are bad for that strategy in terms of performance. What market conditions are productive for your strategy, and what market conditions are kind of dangerous? Well, um, interestingly enough, where you'll see the biggest um, differentiation between our product and the S&P 500 is in a prolonged period of extended high volatility. Think about an environment like 2008 or perhaps during the Greek credit crisis, um, you know, what what you're going to see um, could be a very um, positive, absolute return from our product. So that's very different from what you're going to get in the S&P 500, obviously. Right. Um, and, and it's an interesting position to be in because you're doing well and most of clients' portfolios are not doing well overall. Um, and where, where it doesn't necessarily work is um, sideways, non-trending markets. So kind of like the way the market's been this year, that can be a, that can be a tough environment. Um, but we're still able to uh, we're still able to do okay in that in that environment. Um, we'd like to see the market pick a direction, uh, one way or the other. Yeah, and and most trend following strategies, that's the case. They do not like those choppy markets uh, where, where there's really no trend. Uh, but again, y- yours is not really. Uh, a trend-following strategy, so uh, you know, <laughs> that doesn't really apply there. So a question we like to ask all of our uh, guests here, Taylor, is what keeps you awake at night? That's a good question. I'll tell you, I'll tell you first what doesn't keep us awake at night and then go over what does. Okay. Um, a, lot of, a lot of fund managers um, or, or investors are awake at night worried about where the market's going or what their next best trade's going to be. You know, a lot of people say you're only as good as your last trade. So we're not worried about the strategy. The strategy is set in motion. It's systematic. Um, Wilshire's out there calculating an index, and, and we're striving to hit that hit that uh, index return and deliver that to our clients, and we've done a good job of, of having a high correlation. So the execution side or the strategy um, does, certainly doesn't keep us awake at night. What does 
keep us awake at night is the same things that kept us awake in 2007. Um, equities are at or near all-time highs if you're looking at a P-E ratio basis on the S&P. But this time it's different because you see bonds at all-time highs. And what's, what's, what's a little bit concerning for us is, um, you know, clients are, are getting complacent or they feel a little bit frozen because both the stocks and bond market are up at the same time. And um, that, that's what's a little bit concerning to us is, is are they prepared and are they well-educated enough on volatility assets? Well, I, I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, investors are not well-educated enough on those things. And, you know, there's uh, the, the old recency bias. Everybody thinks that uh, the market uh, and, and other things in life are going to go on as they have uh, done in the, in the recent past. And uh, we all know that that doesn't necessarily occur. And uh, so also, Taylor, let me ask this. You guys offer an alternative to buy and hold investing. We are in an environment where this is a hated bull market, distrusted bull market. I would think that advisors and investors would be very, very interested in your strategy. Is that what you've experienced? Sure. Um, You know, as I said before, the educational hurdles are high to explain volatility, Um, but this is as great of an environment as we, we could expect um, for this type of product. Um, people, if, you, if people are buying and holding volatility, it can be quite expensive over time. Um, again, I refer to our white paper. We think that uh, certain volatility indexes decay 15 to 20 basis points a day over the last decade. So it's tough to buy and hold volatility, just like it might be tough to buy and hold equities or, or bonds, but we're offering them a chance to a product where they can buy and hold, right? They shouldn't be day trading the VIX. That, that's a recipe for disaster. Right. But you can buy and hold our product, and we think that over time, our model will rotate back and forth systematically and do the trading for you. And so you can, you can give a, uh, a buy and hold, quote-unquote, strategy to an advisor and their clients um, and let the model itself do the rebalancing. So, Taylor, a second question we'd like to ask all of our guests. What book on investing would you recommend for our listeners? Well, the book uh, that I like um, is something that came out about two years ago. Um, it's called Trend Following with Managed Futures, and, and, um, and uh, the, the subtitle is The Search for Crisis Alpha, which is a really cool term. And it's by Alex Greiersman and Catherine Kaminsky. Uh, this is an excellent book that talks about the systematic management of futures uh, to take advantage of trend following um, and and actually deliver alpha. So, so again, that word alpha, deliver edge in a crisis period, which is something that we strive to do. So I think that, um, I think that crisis alpha, uh, sorry, um, the search for crisis alpha is, is a great book. Hey, Taylor, thank you very much. That, uh, that is not a book anyone else has recommended. And uh, on behalf of our listeners, we appreciate you making us aware of it. So give us uh, your website again, will you, and contact information. Sure. So our website is www.volfunds.com, volfunds with an S. And uh, on that website, you'll see some white papers and some more information on our fund. Um, and if you want to contact me, you can send me an email. 
at T Lukoff, that's T L U K O F, at abrfunds.com, um, or you can get our contact information right off the website. And again, now we haven't talked about what structure your funds are in. Sure. So um, this fund is available in a 40-act format. So we are a 40-act mutual fund. Um, we have an institutional share class and an investor share class. And um, pretty soon you're going to see it available um, in uh, other formats as well for international investors. Okay. And final words for our listeners here, Taylor. Well, I think that it's a really important um, time in uh, the investment cycle to look at something outside of the normal spectrum of stocks, bonds, and uh, maybe real estate. And we think that that asset class could be volatility. And it doesn't necessarily have to be this scary monster, as we said. It can be something that investors can embrace um, to add positive alpha in a, in a crisis-type environment. So um, at the very least, uh, we feel people should educate themselves about volatility and uh, we're happy to be there to help. Taylor, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Again, we've been talking with Taylor Lukoff, founder and CEO of ABR Dynamic Funds out of New York City. Taylor, thank you for joining us today. Thanks a lot, Charlie. So you've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, where we bring you investment strategies you're not hearing elsewhere. I'm Charlie Wright, wishing you an enjoyable week and productive investing. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. 